There's no one like him. Did you, did you sing to him today? Did you sing to him today? There's no one like him. I want to tell you this story today. You may be seated. It's found in the book of Matthew. It'll be a quick story today. I love this, that Jesus and his disciples were passing through. Have you ever passed through before and maybe you put on Facebook, kind of updated your status and maybe you're going back home. Some of you, this will happen here shortly and friends and family members see that you're coming in and then all of a sudden, man, people want to, they want to see you. Well, Jesus and his disciples were coming through. They were leaving Jericho and as they were leaving Jericho, the crowd followed him. Crowd followed him and his disciples. They wanted more of Jesus. You know, scripture tells us like we are blessed when we hunger for God. I want to ask you a question. Are you hungry for God? Are you hungry for God? You hungry for God to work in your life? Do you need him? Do you have room for him? These people, they wanted more of Jesus, but Jesus was moving on. You know, sometimes you minister to people, and God calls you to move on. God calls you to someone next. And as Jesus and his disciples were going to next, to the next ministry, to the next healing, to the next miracle, you know what happened? These two blind men heard that Jesus was coming. Now I want you to imagine real quick. I want you to imagine that you were blind. That you, you were blind from birth. That you didn't know what it was to see the ocean. You wouldn't know what it would look like to see a sunrise or a sunset. Maybe you could even imagine Never being able to see the faces of your children or the face of your husband or your wife. These two guys, they got really excited when they heard Jesus was coming by. You know why? Because they heard all the things that Jesus had done. They'd heard the stories. And I cannot help but think that they believed that what God did for others... He could do for them. There's faith. I want you to turn to somebody and say, how's your faith? How's your faith? I want you to touch somebody. Turn around touch someone and say, how much faith do you have? How's your faith walk today? I, I, I want you to ask yourself the question, do you believe that God can do for you what he's done for other people? Or do you just believe that God favors some people? How many feel like growing up, this will be interesting. How many of you feel like growing up, your parents favored one of your other brothers or sisters, one of your siblings, and there's no doubt in your mind that they favored them. I mean, Johnny got all A's. Raise your hand. Raise it up high. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear you. Right? Well, sometimes, you know what? We can do the same thing. Sometimes we can hear about what God has done for other people, and we think, well, that's other people. As if God has 
favorites. But I want you to rest assured. He went great lengths to tell us that God is no respecter of persons. You know what that means? That means God doesn't care if you're a billionaire or a zillionaire. God doesn't care if you got nothing or if you got a lot. That doesn't make you. That doesn't make you important to him. You know what makes you important to him? You are made in his image. I was made in his image. And so here Jesus is coming, and the who's who, the social celebs of that community were following Jesus. Maybe Jesus had a little bit of the paparazzi following him, and maybe they weren't hungry for God. Maybe they just wanted to see another miracle. Maybe someone was there trying to capture another story for Jerusalem news and needed, had a deadline coming up, needed to write a story. But they were following Jesus for whatever reason. You know what's interesting? Is that Jesus knows why people follow him. He knows. He not only knows what we do. He knows why we do it. And Jesus is getting ready. He's coming. His disciples are coming. This mob is following him. And Jesus being God. He's all knowing. He knows that he's going to come across these two blind men. And these blind men, when they heard Jesus were come, was coming, they got excited and they started shouting. Now I want to ask you something. When was the last time you shouted? When was the last time you got so excited you shouted? I'm not talking about weird. I mean, that'd be weird in church to shout, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that kind of be weird to shout in church? Wouldn't that be weird? Well, shout in church. But you take me to a college football game and let me watch a pick six. And I'm going to get a little pumped up. I'm going to get a little excited. In fact, I love this. On Twitter, we were at, the, uh, we were at one of the games this year in Knoxville. And uh, <laughs> I later watched uh, this uh, tweet that had uh, been retweeted several, 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 several times. And it was a, a Tennessee fan when at the very end we ended up winning the game. And he got so excited, he was shouting, and then he started crying. And one of his bros, one of his peeps, one of his friends, somebody caught it on, on their iPhone. And they made sure that they shared it with the world because he went from shouting and all excited to crying. And it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. It went viral. It went viral. He got so excited. He got moved. Listen, let me ask you a question today. When was the last time that the thought of God moving in towards you moved you? When was the last time that you thought about Christmas, the time when God sent his son and his son moved from heaven to earth? And you know why he did it? Because of you. Will you take the pointer finger out? Will you take it out for a second? And now I want you to point at yourself. And I want you to say these words. Jesus loves even me. See, it's easy to tell other people that Jesus loves them. But we know how screwed up we are. We know our blind spots are even worse. Maybe we don't. But when I think about God and his grace and God and his mercy, when I think about God moved towards me, sometimes I can't help 
but get a little excited. Get a little emotional. Sometimes I can't help but shed some tears when I think about that God in His perfect love came close. He came near so that I would not be afraid. So that I would not be alone. So that I would not be condemned. So that I would not be defeated. And Jesus came near for you. I love the fact that Jesus could have gone any way He wanted. But He knew that there were two who needed Him to do for them what they could not do for themselves. So God came near. I don't know what your night looked like last night. But Jesus comes near you and me today. He approaches us. In fact, one of his names, and we celebrated at Christmas time, but it's Emmanuel. It is God is, not God was. You need to tell someone that God is. God is mighty to save. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about calling. Don't get me excited. I'm going to put that little iPhone down. And I'm going to come out here. See, we're not on film today. So I'm going to step out here. I can walk around and look at you guys. I can touch you. Everybody say, hey, what's up, Kenny? That's right. Ladies, did I say he, he was single? Did I, did I say that yet at church? Looking for a good woman. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it till you find the right girl. That's what I'm going to do. Yes, sir, because I love you. See, I'm going to come near to you, sir. That's what Jesus did. He came to their problem. He came to their need. He came to their distress. He came to where they were. He came to their failure. Don't you know that God will come near where you are today? He knows your failure. He knows... What things in life have you down and defeated? Some of you feel defeated today. Some of you feel ashamed today. And I want you to know that God will come right to where you are. And here's the glorious, the greatest news. The good news is that he does not come to point a finger in your face. He comes to give you grace. And if you don't know what grace is, can I tell you today? Grace, put out your hand like this. We're going to spell it together. G-R-A-C-E. Grace is God's riches. You want to know what God's riches looks like? Stick around tonight and watch the sunset. Hear the laughter of a child. God's riches.